0: It's time to talk money.
1: Open the curtain, please. We are introducing New York State Clean Hand Sanitizer made conveniently by the
2: state of New York.
3: It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
2: This is a superior product to products now on the market. Purell, competitor, New York State Clean. It has a very nice floral... Bouquet, Little Eye Detective, Lilac, Hydrangea, Tulips. Nothing.
3: Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. There's
4: nobody who watched his
5: pre taped response today who thought he planned to do anything but fight this. He denied absolutely everything. Cynthia, we heard Cuomo directly address a few uh, accusers in those pre recorded comments, and one of them, Charlotte Bennett, was on CBS Evening News and spoke to Nora O'Donnell.
0: Do you think he's gaslighting you? Absolutely. He's trying to justify himself by making me out to be someone who can't tell the difference between sexual harassment and mentorship. He sexually harassed me. I am not confused. At one point, he said that he was trying to help you work through a difficult time. Did that seem like that was his intention? No, his intention was trying to sleep with me. So Cynthia, in that pre-recorded
6: rebuttal... All guidance counselor, sexual predator, therapist, Andrew Cuomo. We're going to talk about it all today here with the financial guys. This is the place where money meets politics. Mike Lomas Glenn Wiggle. I'm telling you folks, if you want to hop on board, please do it early. What a lot of stuff to talk about. Look, they only give oh, us yeah. 2 hours throughout the whole week. So we got to pack it in here. We got to talk fast. We talk over each other. We get it. You we've heard every complaint there is over the last 20 years. We're going to do it anyways. It's our show. 800 616 9236. One 9236 I have no. I have nowhere to stop. I, Glenn, when we were watching Let's, his quote apology, I guess, which basically uh. said, "Shame on all you women! All eleven of you are yeah. wrong." Amazing. <laughs> I like it was. I, I'm like I. I was at the gym the other day. I'm working out. It's four to five. Four o'clock to five o'clock was my gym workout. So I'm, I'm working out. I head back to the office after. But during that workout, I'm watching it on the treadmill. And I'm like, oh my god, this is disgusting. Like, what is wrong with this guy?
7: So for those that want to uh, see our facial reactions to uh, to the dumpster fire of an apology that I think was released on Wednesday, we did release a special podcast on Thursday of this week. Now available on iHeartRadio, available on uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you know, any place you can find uh, a podcast in general, you'll find our latest one. It's a special edition Thursday where we really go through and analyze the entire 12 minutes of, (laughs) I I guess you could call it. Dumpster uh, fire um, is right. Well, a response, I guess. I wouldn't say apology. It was certainly, he didn't apologize to anybody. It was a a response to the allegations by uh, Letitia James, Attorney General of New York State. Let's just go quickly, um, Mike, down a timeline for those that maybe... You know, not everybody pays attention like we do. What goes on throughout the state, although this one was pretty hard to miss. But mm. you know, those that are working hard and, and trying to, you know, just you know pay their bills and you know pay the bills of somebody else as well. Yeah, that his bill. That they don't want to work. His you know, bill and, his, his private right? jet. Yeah, his private jet. Yeah. You know, whether you're paying Como's bills, you yeah. you know somebody's neighbor's bills or your own bills, we we get it. So Tuesday uh, afternoon, morning, whatever on Tuesday, the AG uh, released the long anticipated report. Uh, that basically just absolutely eviscerated uh, Governor Cuomo. The, Como. the, the s-
6: report, by the way, that Andrew said will absolutely clear him, folks. Right. Absolutely clear him. Right? Absolutely this is ridiculous. Yep. Absolutely, one hundred percent. He was so excited to get the results of this report. He That's got right. it. He got him. So the
7: results are not good. Uh, the results are that Letitia James filed. You that are all, the father. You are the father. Yeah, it turned out that all, yeah, all 11 accusers uh, were credible, according to Letitia James, and every one of them was sexually harassed and, in one case, uh, sexually assaulted uh, by Governor Cuomo. That's the case that the criminal charges were filed yesterday. I'll get to that in a second. Wednesday. Governor Cuomo releases what I'm calling a dumpster fire of a response. Mm. He starts out. We'll play the response throughout today's show. He starts out the response by making it all about him. Yes, which is really the shocking. Victim. He was the victim. He's the victim. Yeah, he's a, exactly. He's the yeah. victim. It's yeah. really. It's, it's hard to make this stuff up, folks. But, but if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube. You know, have a have a waste paper basket at the Yeah, candy. Yes. Uh, you, you might need it. That's right. By some Thursday, mints after, because you're
6: going to, and some right. toothpaste. You're definitely going to need a your mouth out after.
7: Sure. Yeah. By Thursday. Well, by the way, let me back up to Tuesday. Tuesday after the AG report was released, almost immediately, uh, Lieutenant Governor uh, Hochul, uh Kathy Hochul, uh comes out as if she was anticipating the opportunity <laughs> and uh, calls for his immediate. She resignation. was prepared. She was well <laughs> now, prepared. Now,
6: where was she a year ago? Two years uh-huh. ago, when these women well, were being abused, right? Uh,
7: we weren't there yet. Oh. You know, we didn't. We didn't have that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have that. You know. We didn't have that report yet. So she was waiting on the report. She took the immediate opportunity to basically throw Governor Comer under the bus and call for his immediate resignation, looking at the levers of power that she may actually be able to ascend to. Uh, Wednesday, the response. Now, by Thursday... Things have gotten things have gone downhill for Governor Como. Yes. So by Thursday, approval
6: rating going like a ski oh, slope. Yeah. Like a ski slope, but right. we'll
7: get to some of those statistics and polls throughout the <laughs> The Me Too show. movement finally woke up. Finally woke up. <laughs> now, if he was a
6: Republican, uh, this would have happened months and months ago. No, but, he'd be gone. Yeah, no, he'd gone. Be gone a year ago. Yeah.
7: By Thursday, after the dumpster fire of a response, Governor Cu- uh, the Assembly of New York State, which is uh, heavily Democrat, uh, basically provides uh, Governor Como with one week. To provide evidence uh, to the contrary of the claims from uh, the James, isn't that what we just
6: went through? Though, isn't that what yes, we just went through? It is, what do they do? This Basically, shows you're giving them a week to resign. It shows that's you, what they're giving, but it shows you how scared they are and how ridiculous yep. this is, right? One last this, chance. Yeah, here well, go. just
7: one more. How about another
6: week? <laughs> just one more last uh, chance. If you got something, Governor,
7: please provide it now. Is what the legislature <laughs> is saying. It, it's if not me. If there's anything, in case you get back in power, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> if there's anything you have up your sleeve, now would be the time because. Ultimately, we are going to be forced to remove you and yeah. to uh, and to vote. And they do have. It sounds like the the 90 or so or whatever they, they need, need the 76. Majority. I guess, but I guess okay. there's already
6: 90 that have said that they would vote to vote him out. So
7: so they ha- so they have enough votes now to impeach the governor. That looks like it's coming if he fails to resign. I would honestly I would expect him to resign before that happens because if he knows it's going to happen. He's probably going to resign before it happens so but let's see well I mean maybe not maybe he maybe he's dragged out of there in handcuffs because of the criminal charges go through before the actual impeachment does but who knows yeah that's all the only allegations at this point there's been nothing that has been confirmed or you know like everybody else Governor Cuomo deserves his day in court it looks like he's probably going to end up in court and so we'll see what the uh, what, what the uh, what the court has to say.
6: Um, the, by, the abuse uh, by taxpayers, I mean, you, oh. when you start to like look at what he did, putting oh. some of these women, uh, one of them 120000 he met her at a fundraiser, uh, I, I think her name was Caitlin, it, it really not a lot of experience, but he seemed to find uh, her attractive, and uh, he offered her, she said, well, the only way I'll come work for you is if I get $120,000. His staff laughed at it. Said, "No way, we don't pay $120,000. Well, sure enough, she was on the books. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> she Ta-da! was on the books,
4: right? Look how that works. Right, Look
6: the, how that works. The state trooper who had near, not enough, nearly enough, enough qualifications to work and protect him, um, mm-hmm. he, he found her attractive, it seems, and put her
7: on the on the there payroll. You go. Right, so amazing. I can't yeah. help but think, it Just I'll go back to the timeline in a second here, but I can't help but think that this is one giant distraction on purpose to distract away from the absolute uh, disaster that is the Biden administration. And his I mean,
6: COVID numbers, maybe?
7: Well, <laughs> to, to divert, via yeah, as is the COVID number, but to divert for a second, you know, when you look at the Biden administration, we'll talk about this today, from a, you know, a border standpoint, a COVID standpoint, right. an inflation standpoint, yep. I mean, we did have one good uh, report this week on new job
6: numbers, which I thought was pretty How, how do you not so. have a good Good uh, new jobs numbers. I mean, right? We mm-hmm. we have the biggest problem in this country economically is not, not enough mm-hmm. people going to work. I mean, how do you? Uh, all you need to do is just say, "Hey, look at these bonuses are done." We're getting rid of all this stuff. Please take one of the millions of jobs available to you. Please. Well, that's could
7: it. that be part of what the uh, what the jobs numbers you know baked in? The people were they had the expectation that it wasn't going to get extended, and I'm so sure. they went out and they found employment. I'm sure that's part. I'm sure. Of it, right?
6: By by the way, look at what happened in Florida. Right, we saw that in Florida where Desantis said, "We're not taking the federal money anymore. You're not going to get more special free handouts." Uh, and and the unemployment rate went from 6.6 percent down to 4.3 percent. They took it. I right. yeah, got it. Okay, we're right. gonna go to work. Right? Let's sneak in uh, Mike's Braza. No, we're on, gonna go to we the do that, Let me finish
7: the timeline. Oh yeah, we'll sorry. On, sorry. So so by Friday now, a uh, uh, Democrat council members and leadership across this entire state uh, uh, are calling for his resignation now. Um, yesterday as well, criminal charges were also filed uh, by one of the women uh, that uh, alleges that the governor uh, groped her at, in the governor's mansion. So she just filed criminal charges. There are multiple attorneys uh, general in, in the uh, at different municipalities across the state that are also looking uh, uh, the prosecutors that are looking to uh, to file charges. and uh, and so they're looking for for witnesses. There's likely going to be more charges filed by other accusers, I would guess. Yeah. And then on Friday, the, the coup de grace, which I found very hypocritical considering the person it was coming from, uh, but Joe Biden, President Biden, uh, was asked about uh, should Governor Cuomo resign, and he said, "I, you know, I stick with what I said, and, and <laughs> he yes, said, he should. who's Cuomo? Who's Cuomo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. He said, who's Cuomo? Who? That's who? right. Oh. Who? Oh. Cuomo what? Oh. But, but anyway, but that's it. That's it, folks. That's the that's final nail in the coffin. Off. He's lost every single person of of support that he possibly had and uh his his reign uh, and i call it a reign because when you look at the, uh, pe- the, the people have been so scared of him glad oh my god nervous I mean, of him just, just harassment of women, but just yes. abuse of people in general i mean yeah. whether it's the taxpayer, whether it 's people in his he had a very hostile environment in the uh, in, in the people that he surrounded himself with in the governor 's mansion that's that's been reported widely by many many people. This guy was just not he's not a nice guy by by everyone's accounts. Uh, he's not the kind of guy who treats people uh, very well, and I think you see that in, in all his—you rea- know—not yeah. only these women, but some of the other interactions he's had throughout the last, his, you know, ten years or so. His
6: abuse on the taxpayers with with like the Tesla deal and uh, Solar City and the vacant warehouses in Syracuse and yeah. mm-hmm. the COVID deal, or he where he's saying you need to wear a mask, and then he's out with his book. He's out with his mates. He writes a book using staffers right yeah. telling us that and this lying. is the most deadly flu ever you all need to you and can't move anywhere i'm working yep. overtime amongst overtime sure you were you're were writing a book and 5 right. million bucks you put five in your pocket dollars. 5 yeah, million let's not dollars that.
7: i mean obviously we want him to go down what you know, I'm with Janice Dean, right? Whether it's the criminal uh, or the or the nursing home, you know, or the, or the yeah. harassment or, or a process or whatever, just the abuse
6: of taxpayers over the last years,
7: get him out, years. you know. Get, yep. We want him to go down, but let's not lose sight of the fact that he, you know, he had that March 25th directive that was a death sentence for many people in nursing homes. I mean, yep. he forced and he had a whole ship. So to say, well, but he had no choice, Glenn. Hospitals were overwhelmed. Oh, he had a lot he, of choices. Uh, he had there was yeah. a ship that President Trump, would, you know, moved into that could have housed. Tons and tons of sick people. It, he, it was untouched, it was yep. it was virtually unused. So you had extra hospital beds, you should have maximized capacity before forcing uh, COVID-positive patients back yeah. in the nursing homes, but you didn't do that. Very you obvious. forced them back in the nursing homes.
6: Very home. obvious, DeSantis said it. Remember, he goes, I, I can uh, be a uh, consultant for the rest of the country. And DeSantis said, no, thank you. I know better to not put uh, uh, COVID-positive positive patients back in a nursing home, and you nailed it. There's That's a right. boat waiting right there. All kinds right of there. room to yep. be able to, uh, to protect those people. They didn't do it. By the way, a few other governors did it. Happened to be all Democrats. Um, right. Let's uh, welcome Mike Sparaz here quickly. Mike, head of our home and auto. I uh, wanted to sneak you in before the break, Mike. How are you, sir?
8: I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing?
6: Good. I know we have been crazy busy in Rochester as well. I think a lot of people forget we're out in the Rochester market in Batavia as well. Uh, and it doesn't matter. You can help people save money on their home and auto no matter where they are, right?
8: Yeah, we've been we've been uh, helping a lot of people in uh, Pennsylvania as well. Florida this week we had a couple clients working with Florida. It,
6: it is absolutely amazing the number of people that we get calls from that are leaving New York, moving to Florida, but still want that personal local relationship on on ensuring uh, their home down there. So that's great.
8: Yeah, yeah. Not a week goes by where there's not one to two people that we've worked with in the past that said they're picking their stuff up and getting out of here. So so that's why we've had to. Look into Florida because a lot of people are going there, and we're starting to see some success down there as well as Rochester, and now into, even into Pennsylvania too.
6: Yeah, being able to shop over twenty-five companies to save people money—back to the basics. I mean, it's a—it's a—it's a big deal.
8: Yeah, and, and it doesn't take very long. Just pull those policies out. We'll shop it around. It takes about fifteen minutes of your time, and, and we can see if we can save you some money, or increase coverage, or both. So it's not—it's not a huge commitment. It takes uh, about fourteen to fifteen minutes.
6: Yeah, I noticed a lot of people been taking advantage of uh, of the vacation time they're having. Some of them going out and having some fun, but it's funny because a lot of people pop in the office saying, "Okay, look at I I finally have a week off from work. Now I can dust off some of those old policies and check them out, right? So don't uh, just because it's summer, don't uh, don't do the positive things of saving yourself money, right?
8: And a lot of these things too. Now you can get these documents right online. So if you don't have to dig them out of your filing cabinets. You can go right online, and it takes two minutes. Just print the the current policies you have and send them over. We review them for you and then do a 10 to 15 minute phone call and shop you around.
6: Awesome. No matter whether it's a boat, car, RV home, right. Uh, we'll be able to help. Hey Mike, we're starting an over under pool for,
7: uh, the governor's resignation. You got a, you got a date in mind.
8: Oh gosh. When's the election? November next year. <laughs> oh <No>, yeah.
6: <laughs> you think we'll make it that far? Huh? I'll say, I'll say next Friday.
8: I'll take November 2022. That'll be my bet. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mike. All right, we'll see you, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. All
6: right, eight three three Fin Guys. If you'd like Mike's help, eight three three Fin Guys. Of course, we do manage money. Oh, by the way, independent Medicare experts, not only in our Rochester office, Batavia office, and of course, flagship office in Williamsville, New York, but now we have one in Esther Goulius's office. E.G. Taxers tax, or I'm sorry, there's uh, care experts. Whether it's your health insurance or Medicare. AHIP certified reps that can help. So, if you're out in the Tonawanda Colvin area uh, and you don't want to drive all the way into uh, Amherst, we have an expert there at EG Tax that can help. So, 632 7886 or, of course, 833 guys if you need our help. We've got lines ready to go. Rick, Eric, Kevin, and Jim, I promise, as uh, we're going to take a very quick break. And uh, we'll be back here on Financial Guys Radio Network. Don't forget about our podcast, folks. Our website, thefinancialguys.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Again, real quick break. We'll be right back.
3: You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at Star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
6: All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, uh, talking uh, first few segments here. pretty mix it throughout the show of guidance counselor, uh, therapist, and sexual predator, Andrew Cuomo. Not really exactly sure where he is right now, but uh, he's according to him, he's a guidance counselor and a therapist. So mm-hmm. uh, what do you want to do? Pound through the phone lines here? Yeah. Let's do that. Before
7: um, we do, though, let me just say one thing, um, and then we'll go right to the phones, I promise. This is out of Newsweek. Andrew Cuomo tried to retaliate against women who accused him of harassment, according yep. to New York AG. And that's probably one of the most disgusting uh, parts about the AG's report. I mean, yep. It's one thing to harass somebody it's a whole other thing to to then go back after them and retaliate against yep. them but on at least one occasion the investigation found this is from Newsweek Como and his senior staff work to re, not just Cuomo but his senior staff mm-hmm. yeah where are worked these? to retaliate. or who, who, are, who are the where are those names coming yeah yep. yeah yep. well yeah you said well, Melissa Rosa is one of those for sure the mob. Um, yeah Retaliate against former employee who accused him of wrongdoing. In a Washington Post article published in March, several former and current staffers for Como asked about his behavior reportedly spoke in the condition of anonymity out of fear of, quote, his wrath and his power to destroy careers. Hmm. Uh, former press aide Karen Hinton, who publicly came forward with her allegations, told people close to her about an account in which Como called her to his hotel room with the lights down and gave her a hug, which was very, way too, very long. Too long, too tight, and too intimate. The post reported, uh, and then apparently uh, they there was some retaliation. I'll get to after the uh, break here. But you know, honestly, it's 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 this it goes back to reminds me of Governor Patterson. Remember after yep. after client number nine, Elliot Spitzer uh, had to resign in disgrace for uh, for trafficking prosecutors across state lines. Uh, you know, Governor Patterson took over and then was also accused of sexual assault where he sent a, a New York State uh, a tra- a trooper to the woman's house to intimidate her. This is what the <laughs> Democrat Party in New York State, in, in, at least in Albany, you know, and, and especially the governor's office seems to be about because you go Spitzer to Patterson to Como, I yeah. think, right? I mean, you just have a. Well, don't a forget line. about Schneiderman. Well, throw in Schneiderman, <laughs> throw in Wiener, yeah. right? I mean, right. what's going on in New York yeah. when it comes to, uh, to to these Democrats? Could I mean, probably to mix, in mix in the but but
6: Clinton family because Hillary yeah. knew all about Billy, so. Yeah. That's uh, really. And, and she knew she could win in, in New York, so uh, let's, yeah, uh, let's sneak in some calls here. Let's welcome. Eric and Alden first. I'm just going to go in order here. Eric, how are you?
2: Hey, Glenn, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. You You
6: got it. I
2: uh, just wanted to say I really don't think that the governor is going to be going anywhere.
6: I, I didn't think so either, but I, I think I don't I, – I just the writing's on the wall now. I mean, when you – see, he the Democrat Party has been so scared of him in New York State for so long, and now it's almost like, you know, okay, the, the, the tide has finally turned, right? At Lake Erie at some point, if you're ever into fishing, it'll actually flip, and you go, how could that happen? The bottom goes to the top, top goes to the bottom, and if you look at the temperature at the top of the water, it's like 70 degrees, 70 degrees, and then it's like 50 I'm well, like, how lost- in the world could that happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's I, lost
7: all support. Though.
6: I actually think he's actually lost all support. He's got him. He's they they got to get him out.
2: Yep. I I don't know. I think it's either you live long enough, or you you die the hero. You know, you live long enough to become the villain. Or you live even longer to become the hero again. Uh,
6: I, I can't help but think I you're right think so. though, Eric. I, I, I know, I don't. I like I'm but here's the thing, like living in New York. <laughs> it's like it's like almost like the the Sabres are gonna be good next year.
4: Yeah, the Bills <laughs> the Bills this year. Right.
6: Every year I hear that from folks. Right. I, I love right. it. This and year the this might be the year for the Bills, and I, I swear. Don't, and we're all like <laughs> it is. It should be the yeah, year for the hope, Bills, right? We're all right. so optimistic. <laughs> but yet after so many years of thinking this is our year. Then we don't win, right? Yeah. So I, um, I get it, Eric. I'm with you, buddy. Thanks Eric, for the call, I think, man.
7: I, thanks for the call, Eric. I think we're down between does he get impeached by Friday or 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 after or does, he resign? Or does yeah. he resign by Friday? Because yeah. you know the legislature is throwing out one last life buoy, saying, "Man, if you got something up your sleeve, Governor, if you got some evidence that exonerates yeah, you, please. now would be the time. Because by next Friday."
6: You, we, we're gonna have to start impeachment proceedings. Yeah, there's that too won't many. Take very long, there's so. too many. You can't. You know, if it's one or two, you can fight it. But eleven yeah. is too much. Let's I think sneak,
7: by Wednesday he's gone. Let's, let's see if we can sneak in, Wednesday.
6: Rick. I'm gonna sneak you in here if if I, we run out of. Actually, Rick, I'm gonna put you on hold. Okay, buddy. I'm gonna put you on hold because I, I right. don't. I want to give you the fair fair shake here. and Make sure I give you enough time. Okay. We are gonna have a special de- guest by the way on the other side. I don't wanna switch gears for the whole show, but we're gonna talk COVID for a segment. We have a, a local hospitalist PA, a frontline hospitalist. Uh, worker who's going to tell us what uh, what's actually going on in some of these hospitals with COVID. So we're going to take a quick break. We do manage money for a living, folks. We have a ton of fun with this show. If you think like us, use us as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS. We'll be right back.
3: You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at Star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
6: All welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, place where money meets politics, and we have a jam-packed show here, folks. So... Uh, If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Don't forget about our website, uh, thefinancialguys.com, social media. uh, Like us on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. uh, Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Whatever it is. Either way. (laughs) Facebook, Twitter. uh, (laughs) Be there for us. I will (laughs) say we posted. uh, So Marky Mark again in the news with the Financial Guys Facebook. He uh made sure that everybody wears face diapers in the Rath building now. But yet again we've got a picture of him with his mates this week arm in arm without face diapers. It's so every it, single time. Every, single every time.
7: one of them every single time. Yes. Even with this whole sexual harassment Governor Cuomo didn't sign off on it. He no. didn't he didn't do he didn't take his own uh sexual harassment training that in 2018 no. everybody else in the state uh, uh hand you know do yeah. in, the, in the state. By the way, you have to do in every every business in the state now because of Governor Cuomo. Has to have one hour of sexual harassment training every single year, and within thirty days of any new one hired, they have to also take that one hour of sexual harassment training now if you 're a business and we talk about where business meets, you know money meets politics right and for those that say well you 're not even talking about money, well let me tell you something if you 're a business looking at do I go to Texas, Florida, or New York mm-hmm. and then you think to myself, well, man, we got hundred employees. If we have to do the sexual harassment training, that's a hundred hours of productivity every single year that we we're going to flush down the toilet because we also we understand that you know one hour of sexual harassment training is probably not going to stop anybody from sexually harassing anybody it didn't certainly stop <laughs> governor it didn't Combo. stop him so but those are the kind of things, folks, that make it less attractive to do business in the state of New York. There's, the regulations have a cost, right? H- having to have man hour after man hour for useless training has a cost. The, look at the new sick day rollover policy. It's a joke. I can, yeah. I can hear the conversations now, right? So what, which states should we go to? Well, we can go to New York. They're giving us all kinds of free tax money. Oh, okay, that sounds good. Well, but there's some negatives here. Well, what are the negatives? Well, there's regulatory stuff we have to take care of. Well, tell me about it. Well, let's talk about the new sick day policy. What does that mean? Well, you have to provide employees at least with one week of sick time per year. Well, that's no problem. We do that already, Bill. Well, here's the thing, though. We have to allow for rollover uh, unused sick time to the following years. And so does that mean that somebody could essentially take off two months at some point if they save up all their sick time? Oh, no, boss. Don't worry. We can limit how much they use in a year to seven days. So basically, let me just make sure I understand this, Bill. We have to uh, uh, keep track of the sick days, roll over unused sick days, keep a perpetual log of this, but we can put a policy in place so that the employees never get to take advantage of that? That's right, boss. I mean, how how stupid is this?
6: Oh, uh, it's, it's welcome
7: to New York, it's right? But that's stupid a useless is right. policy that we have to now keep track yep. of. Another just,
6: stupid New York policy. That's exactly I could, right. You could go
7: down a list of a hundred of them. Yeah. I mean, uh, really, I mean, you know, there's hundreds of policies like that in New York State. Yeah, and it,
6: it's that, hour after hour taking away yes, from productivity in, in a exactly. workplace. And now exactly. you know why people are moving to Florida that's and Texas. Right. Um I'm going to go to the phone lines. We've got some special guests here. Please, if you're up on deck, Rick, Kevin, Jim, and John, I promise we're going to get to you. So just hold tight okay i want to introduce i'm going to call her amy this is not a real name but she's a hospitalist pa and i had the chance to meet amy the other night and amy was a frontline. we're not going to do the whole show on covid we'll go back to uh, sexual predator therapist uh and uh, and, and uh, guidance, counselor. guidance counselor andrew cuomo but uh, i did want to bring amy on you know you're uh, in western new york right amy
5: Yes,
6: I am. Okay. And you're a frontline, uh, I mean, you were one of the frontline COVID uh, helpers, right? Hospital PA. I mean, you've seen this thing through from the start, right? Absolutely. All right. So tell me a little bit about right now, where are we in the hospitals in Western New York, right? Because I'm hearing that this this uh, this new variant is way more deadly than everything else. And, and uh, is that who you're seeing in the hospitals?
5: No that's not what we're seeing in the hospitals and that's not what we've seen in the hospitals in the last say six months what we're seeing is um, hospitals being over you know just overflowing with um, with ill sick people Um, and I'd have to say maybe about two months ago or so I started really looking at kind of our hospital census and and who exactly was coming into the hospital Um, and believe it or not it's a lot of vaccinated people mm. that's who's showing could, up in our could,
6: could it be possible that some of these people wearing face diapers all the time their immune systems got weak
5: i i think so you know it is it's, it's kind of interesting one of the observations we all made through the pandemic was it seemed and again not in every case but in a lot of the cases it seems that the people that were so diligent about doing everything right happened to be the people that to get COVID. Funny,
6: there was a radio, a few guys that said that would happen like months ago. Like Actually, when it first started, the actual very first week uh, there was two guys that said, yeah, there's probably going to be way more people that get sick from uh, putting on a face diaper and hiding from this. But I can't think of who those two guys were. Really beautiful guys. So good looking guys. Smart. (laughs) I'll think of their names before the end of the show. It was
5: very true. I mean, how many times I had to counsel patients in the hospital because they were just broken up. They said I did everything I could. Yeah, I followed the guidelines. I did everything they told me. How did this happen to me? And, and I don't know. And then, and then you have people who never followed one guideline. They're running around, no masks. They're not washing their hands. And those people, we don't, we weren't really seeing in the hospital.
6: Yeah, unreal, huh? That's inter- That is interesting because maybe our immune systems are built to sort mm-hmm. of defend some of that stuff. Tell me about the COVID tests. The tests themselves, because I've heard everybody has COVID and, uh, and you know, uh, and these numbers were just out of control. Tell me about the tests themselves.
5: The, the biggest problem we had throughout the pandemic and still is we question the validity of the test, because I think everywhere, if you ask a healthcare worker, no matter where they worked, we all were extremely frustrated with the PCR test. Because we would have people come in, you swear, had COVID. I mean, their CAT scans, their chest X-rays looked like COVID, their symptomatology was COVID, but their test was negative. So we didn't believe it, and we test them again, and we test them again. And sometimes it would take five times to get them positive. And then you would have other situations where you'd have somebody come in, you know, they're coming in to have a hip replacement, or they're coming in for some unrelated reason, and they test positive, but they have no symptoms.
7: Well, we've definitely seen a lot of that.
5: And you test them them again, and then they'd be negative, and Mm -hmm. you'd say, "Well, which
6: is it?" Well, they would keep the positive one, though, right, Amy? Yeah, but (laughs) but Amy, we've seen that a lot, whether
7: it be the NFL or athlete, you know, uh, the Olympics. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't golfers, right? Oh my, he's got no symptoms whatsoever, but he tested positive, and so he's out of the tournament. Like it's so it's so sad for some of these athletes, especially at the Olympics. I mean, the Olympics. You know, it's one thing to be a golfer and you're know, on the pro tour, and that's all good and funky dory, but at least you get another shot at it. Like the Olympics, you may not yeah. get another shot for four years, right? Or ever, or ever. Or ever, ever, yeah. right? Exactly. And that's, you know, to say in, in a lot of these cases where it's like, what do you mean I have COVID? Well, you tested positive. What are you talking about? I've been vaccinated. Well, you tested positive. But I have no symptoms. Well, you tested positive. <laughs> I'm interested to hear, though, that other side of it that I wasn't aware when you had people that were coming in that were, you know, symptomatic. Like, oh, you've got all the symptoms. You lost your taste. You lost your smell. You, you, you've got a fever. You're exhibiting shortness. You know, Shortness of breath, and yet you test negative. I hadn't heard that. That's that's interesting. Amy, let me ask you this though: when it comes to you know, we hear a lot about hospital capacity, and Mike and I talked in the earlier part of the show about you know Governor Cuomo's March 25th uh, executive order that forced nursing homes to take COVID positive patients, and the theory behind that was we can't overwhelm the hospitals. My contention has always been that well, number one, we had a a whole ship in New York City, but you know like hotels hospitals are not built to be empty right or they wouldn't be in business what is the average capacity for a hospital like what do host- hotels typically run at about an 80% capacity rate what do hospitals typically run at oh
5: that's a good question i mean um maybe, maybe
6: 80% yeah i mean they're not they're not empty all the time right i mean i think that's the point it's funny because glenn always talks about he um, what what do you have? A, a
7: I got a blood infection. Blood accident. infection. I was, I was in the intercoastal, and I uh, I got out of my kayak, and I, I walked around a bit, and then a day or two later, I spiked a fever and had a had a red stripe up but, my leg, and uh, doctors freaking out all over the place. So, but but but, yeah. but the hospital, and this was three <laughs> years
6: ago in Florida, was overwhelmed was more because than that, more than three. Was it okay four? But oh, yeah, yeah. four, four, be pre-COVID, let's just say. Yeah, and and you were out in the hallway. Right, that's because yeah. the hospital had been overwhelmed at that point. I mean, hospitals the, aren't typically vacant, right. right?
7: Now, the the doctors in that case said that I was probably 12 to 24 hours away from death because the the red streak and the blood infection had already made it up past my waist and it was on its way to my heart. And the doctor said, if we don't get you on antibiotics immediately, you are probably not going to see Thursday. This was Tuesday, and but here I am now in the in the in the hallway of the emergency room because there wasn't even an emergency room available. And so I, I ended up getting out uh, and having uh, shots after the fact, but uh, they should have never let me go. But yeah. they were full. He, they were full. Full of flu is what it was. Uh, yeah. At the time,
6: um, let, let me ask you about your thoughts on vaccinations and what you're seeing, actually, again as a hospital PA on the front line.
5: Um, so, like I said, I what we're seeing a lot of in the hospital are um, sick, vaccinated people. We have a lot of injured patients from the vaccine, whether they know it or not, whether they're aware of it or not. A lot of uh, people don't even realize that when they come in, say, with a blood clot or a heart attack or stroke or something like that, that it may be a side effect from the vaccine. They, they don't know. And, and even the, um, the medical providers are often not aware of it either. Hmm.
6: Um, yeah, that shocked me when I heard you say that. The medical providers aren't aware of it. Would you, um, if for, so me? You know, I'm a financial guy. I'm not a, a healthcare provider. Should I question this, or should I just take it like the Democrats want me to?
5: No, I always, I always tell patients, you know, and people to question it. Absolutely. You know, it, this is this is a um, you know this is a vaccine that um, is under emergency use, and that is different than a fully approved, fully licensed vaccine. We don't know all of the short and the long-term side effects. So, you know, I always urge any person that I talk to, hey, if, if you've been vaccinated and then you were hospitalized for something weird, pneumonia, a stroke, a heart attack, new arrhythmia, whatever, you know, ask your provider, you know, report this case report this because mm-hmm. if we don't report these to the vaccine uh, adverse event reporting system we're never going to see any trends or even know mm-hmm. if any of this is related mm-hmm. and okay. um, there was a harvard study done a number of years ago looking at you know reporting to uh the vaccine adverse event reporting system and they estimated it to be around one percent are actually reported i believe it i see it huh. the, People just don't, they don't know about this, you know, even for vaccines that are on the market, um, let alone one that is still under emergency use, you know, and I'm, I want to be the voice for the vaccine injured, whether they're aware of it or not. And for your listeners that got their vaccine and they're doing fine, I'm very happy for them, but there is a growing number of people out there who aren't fine. And we, as healthcare providers, don't know how to manage them. We don't know how to help them, where to refer them, what to do with them. We don't know if their symptoms are going to get better, going to get worse. Yeah. There's no research. There's nobody to go to. And many of these people go to doctor, to doctor, to doctor. They get readmitted multiple times. And... We have no answers for them, and it's it's really sad, and it's really well, and it's well, sad to
6: me that the mainstream media is just nowhere to be found, right? To be able to talk sure. about, hey, yeah, the hospitals are a little bit overwhelmed right now. You know what they're overwhelmed with? Vaccinated people who are sick.
7: Well, there's no the problem is is been there's been no honesty from no. the media establishment. I mean, sir, the forget the media. The media we know has been dishonest, but the problem is is that you know whether it be the the uh, you know the CDC or or the World Health Organization or the AMA or whatever it is. They have all flip-flopped so much and they have had such bad information and bad messaging that they've really lost a lot of their credibility. I think it's going to take a long time before, if, they, if they're if they able to ever rebuild their credibility, uh, for them to, uh, to to build that back and to have people in this country to trust them, especially the CDC when they were flat out busted uh, uh, word for word, taking the words from an email from the teachers union and putting that into their report and their recommendations. I mean, that's they really have done a lot of damage to their to their reputation so okay. anyway. hey amy we got to let Thanks, you go amy. thank Appreciate you it. so
6: much for spending time with us something happens i know you're nervous about coming out and really telling the truth make sure you call the financial guys first okay Absolutely. All right. Thank you for sharing some time with us. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We've got another special guest, Todd Aldinger, uh, attorney who's been uh, opening up New York for us. So we're going to bring him out on the other side of the break. I promise we're going to get out to to your calls here. John, Jim, Kevin, and Rick, stick with us. I appreciate you being patient. You've got the Financial Guys, Financial Guys Radio Network iHeartRadio. Don't forget about our podcast, by the way, folks, found on all major podcast networks. If you think we're unleashed here, you got to check out our podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and if you need a consultation, you think like us, 833 FinGuys guys offices Rochester, Batavia, Williamsville, New York, and down in South Florida for those of you uh, relocating.
3: You're listening to The Financial Guys.
7: This is the show where money meets politics. I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggler, here with Mike Lomas. It's time to talk money.
6: Do you know what he's done? The gap between the rich and the poor is going down. We've got 3.6% unemployment rates. Do
3: you know what this man is doing? The media will come out as the lapdogs, uh, you know, kissing the butt of the Democrat Party. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Alrighty, welcome back. Michael Lomas, Glen
6: Wiggle, Financial Guys. Place where money meets politics. If you think like us, 833 Finn, guys. I went out to the Bill's practice this morning, by the way. It was nice to see the Communist Party allow us to uh, start to get back mm. together again. So, yeah. For Mark, now. Now, Mark Polencars has said if you come into a county building, you have to wear a face diaper. If you go to our Facebook page, well, he was with his mates again last week, arm in arm, without face diapers. So yeah. what's the deal, Mark? You can catch it in the Rath Building? I mean, the rules are just so ridiculous. Well,
7: so. I love how how they're so incensed, too. Yeah. I can't believe that they would be so irresponsible as to go into a building without a mask. Oh, but then yeah. you're doing the same
6: thing. You're out as, with
7: over and over again, whether yeah. it's Muriel Bowser in, in D.C., she she puts new rules in place about no, you know, mass indoors, and then goes on to officiate uh, a wedding. I'm just uh, you I, got Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, yeah. same thing, right? Yep. So fast ma- fa- a mask mandate goes back into place. Yep. she's maskless at
6: Lollapalooza yep. with like a hundred thousand people. <laughs> it's like, unreal. Like who? But you unreal. Democrats, what's what is wrong with you? I mean, what is wrong with you to continue to support care. these people? They don't, they don't care. No, they, they don't. don't care. And
7: the thing is amazing is that it's you know even Governor Combo, right mandates sexual harassment training yep. has a secretary sign off that he did it right. Yeah, rules right. for thee, but not, but not for, for me. me and yep. I tell you what, America is getting sick and tired of the ruling class I I telling hope. them what to do while not following their own rules. Right. Yep. Time Everybody and time should again. be. You should have to have a vaccine passport to get on an airplane. Right. Oh, but you fly private, so it doesn't affect <laughs> you, right? right? Without masks. Yeah. Right? And that's the problem with these elitists. Yeah. Like none of these rules affect. Them, right. Whether it's Gavin Newsom how, having dinner about, with, the, with the French laundry or whatever.
6: Who is a clown this week that wants to defund the police, but yet she spent $200,000? Oh what's her name? Uh, oh, my Lord. $200,000 one. of, of, of taxpayer money to protect her. To protect You cannot her. make it up. No, and you can't. Her The question she goes, you know what? But I deserve it. Because I deserve it.
7: I'm, I, I get threats, and I need to be here to yeah. finish the work. Of you're, you're, I don't care if it costs a hundred thousand to protect me. <laughs>
6: you're right. Right. Like, screw you. Yeah, I'm gonna find that. We'll it's play unreal. That at the top of it's next unreal. Hour. We do not have Todd Aldinger. He's next hour. We've got Todd Akinger. and uh, so we're we're mixing up our Todds here. And uh, real quickly, Todd, how are you, buddy? You're uh, one of our real estate experts. Uh, the obvious—I don't need to say obvious. I should say obviously. The obviously, the stock, the the real estate market is still tight here, right? Not a lot of inventory out there to go buy homes.
1: No, it's 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 still crazy. You know, I mean, we've got homes, but we've got more buyers. So there's no doubt that it's still a dog fight. But you know, we're we're getting it done. The good news is, if you're serious right now, it it, it is a good time because people slow down right now and concentrate on kids in school, right? Yeah. So, you know, I have this week found a little more success because I've got less people that I'm up against Mm -hmm. when we're putting in offers on buys. So, you know, I've got a client right now, $400,000 house in Lancaster. we got three offers coming in that we're against. So... We, we we've got definitely better odds right now, you know. Yeah. Last week, two weeks ago, we'd be up against six to twelve people.
4: So.
6: Well, I saw you know a few people I'd, I've talked to. We've had some clients that have sold in this market, knowing that they're going to relocate maybe down to Florida, thinking, hey, now's a good time to do it. Maybe I'll rent something for a year or two, but I know I'm going to get premium price while the market's still hot. Not a bad idea,
1: huh? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I've I've 100% been doing that with people, and and some people even condos, right? I've got a condo in East Aurora I just sold, and one just came on the market. They're always, you know, $150,000, $175,000. So if you sell you make an extra fifty now. When you go to sell that condo, you're going you're gonna to sell at almost the same price. So you're just paying taxes and HOA fees which you would have been paying that pretty much that anyway, especially because you're probably coming from a bigger house with higher taxes, going to a little condo with lower taxes.
6: Yeah, right. For personal residence, you you know, usually uh, depending on the price, was was it five hundred thousand? But you get to uh you get to keep some of that tax free, that's some of those gains too, which is a big benefit.
1: Right. It's just you know, there's a lot of ways to skin the cat. You just need a professional that knows how to do it, right? Yep. There's, so, there's, there's a-
6: oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, you're good. There's just a lot of people out there that are new because when they're bored at home during COVID, they're like, well, hell, I got you know time to take a course online. And now the next thing you know, they're out there practicing, but I'm not going to run off to the doctors. That's the new guy either. You know what I'm saying? So,
6: <laughs> Yeah, get the specialist. So real quickly, got any homes that you want to feature?
1: Um, well, we've got a 2,800-square-foot ranch duplex that if anybody wants to take it on, actually, it's a great price. Um, in comparison to the single families. So I've actually had a couple people start crunch numbers to turn it into a single family because it's actually cheaper, believe it or not. Where's it located? In Elma. Oh, wow. Mm Annunciation Church. So you can go and get your chowder next weekend and a couple beers at the tent and check out my duplex also. (laughs) There you
6: go. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, if you want to be featured with Todd, Todd, what's your number there?
1: 716-912-8684.
6: 912-8684 and of course the website
1: Yes sir, GoTotty.com as always, we ain't changing that
6: <laughs> Alright buddy, take care man, thanks for the call
1: Gentlemen, be good Alright, let's let's uh,
6: let's go back to the phone lines here Somebody hangs up your cue to call in 1-800-616-9236 Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle, Financial Guys Radio Network Let's welcome Rick in Rochester How are you Rick, thanks for patiently holding Rick, you with us? Rick in Rochester? I'm here. All right. I'm like, please, please be there. You've waited so much, so patiently. I'm like, I can't let you go now, sir. Oh
9: no. How are you? Hit the mute button. I'm good now. Now that I'm talking to you. All right. Question: If Andrew Cuomo is removed from office by the Senate, will he lose all of his benefits as for being governor?
6: That's a great question. Um, If I was a betting person, I would say no.
7: Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. That's like that is a great question. If somebody knows, I'd love for them to call in. Uh, maybe, uh, uh, maybe Dave DiPietro, Maybe you know, but I would. If I was guessing with Mike or betting, I would bet no too.
6: Yeah, in this state. But maybe that's why he
7: resigns. I mean, maybe he resigns before he gets impeached. I guess that's the question, right? If he's impeached, does he lose benefits? You know, that may force him to resign. So I believe we'll
8: see. that the governor
9: from Illinois or Indiana. When he went to prison, he lost all his federal benefits.
6: Yeah,
7: well, you would well, think Well, prison's different. Now, will he go to prison, Governor Cuomo? That may be the case. That's I, a, that's a different. I crush, doubt you know. that. I doubt that. I mean, he does have criminal charges against him, yep. so we'll see where those criminal charges go. I don't know, you know, if it's if it rises to the level of, of incarceration, but you know, I'm I, not. A, I do a know he won't have to either. post
6: bail anymore, so that's good. that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rick. Rick. Awesome it. call, Take buddy. Care, we'll buddy. find out. I know somebody will know here. Uh, let's continue with the phone lines. How are we doing with time? Good. Let's welcome Jim in Tanawanda. How are you, Jim?
2: I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Best good. ever. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I hear there's uh, going to be a new safe for New York State, and it's uh, designed to uh, protect us from creeps. <laughs>
6: new safe act?
2: I love it. The the slogan is going to be no one needs 10 fingers to grope a breast.
6: (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'll tell you what, Jim, that was worth waiting for. I like it. The new Safe Act protect us from creeps. If you saw the New York Post, by the way, it said creep on the ropes the other day. Yeah, Uh, he's definitely on the ropes. There's no doubt about that. Thursday's edition of New York Post. Where's my
7: my sound effects here? Tell you what, Jimmy. Get it already. Thanks get it for the it already. call. Dude. I got one of these is uh, 10 bullets. That's the law. I oh, don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the law.
6: That's <laughs> the law. Do you know the law, Jimmy? Jimmy? Whatever happened to Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy? Jimmy just
7: Jimmy didn't get much press, uh, more press no. conferences, uh, appearances uh, in Governor Coleman's uh, world. That was Jimmy's
6: conference. one chance to shine. Jimmy, Jimmy did it, and he was Journal. never
7: found again. That's right. <laughs> right. I don't care what you think, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't All right. care what you think. Yeah, we know. We know.
6: (laughs) Where's Jimmy now? That's the question. We'll do a show on that in the next few months. All right, uh, Mike Lomas, go like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Don't forget about liking us on Facebook. Like I said, we got that picture of Mark Poloncarz. Mark was so adamant that we're going to go back to wearing masks in all the county buildings because this variant is so dangerous. And last week he's out with his mates again, arm-in-arm, taking nice pictures, shoulder-to-shoulder, with all his friends.
7: Wasn't the Democrat. Uh,
6: uh, uh, Without a face diaper. Who was the, who was the other leadership?
7: Is that the, uh, the, the the chairman of the Democrat party locally? Oh, yeah, Zelda. Uh, not
6: Zelda. Um, uh,
7: Zelda. Zelda. Zelda uh, what was uh We'll figure it out. But, I'll yeah, find he was out. out. He was out there, too, uh, with a whole bunch of folks. Yes. Uh, arm in arm. Right? Oh, he, yes. The Democrats.
6: Do, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Michael almost got Promise we're going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. A whole other hour here with the financial guys. And uh, we'll be back. 1-800-616-9236.
1: So the best way to get something done, if you, if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway,
3: it's time to talk money.
1: I'm we're going to get a lot done.
3: The Financial Guys radio show.
1: OK, um, hang
3: on. Uh, sorry. Oh, here are the Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
6: Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, place where money meets politics. A whole other hour to go here, folks, so hop on board. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS, offices Rochester, Batavia, uh, Williamsville, New York, down in South Florida in the Jupiter area, so use us as a resource. We have AHIP certified in uh, reps when it comes to Medicare. And uh, right around the corner, by the way, is the season for Medicare, so make sure you get on board with your appointments early Uh, independent AHIP-certified reps, 833-FIN guys. If you need help with home and auto, we can shop over 25 companies to save you money. And, of course, uh, financial planning, retirement planning. We have certified financial planners, registered investment advisors, chartered financial analysts that can help. And uh, final plug, do not forget our podcast. If you think we're unleashed here, our podcast weekly. Uh, This week, actually, we did a bonus uh, because of – Guidance counselor, sexual predator, and therapist uh, Andrew Cuomo, and what he's going through this week. So, mm-hmm. uh, found on all major podcast platforms. And uh, before the break, somebody sent in a text. I don't think. I think they were thinking it was going to the station, but it goes to us. Financial guys, we are supposed to go to war with a media that is nothing but a political front of propaganda. I suggest mm-hmm. that all people take everything they say with a grain of salt.
7: Oh, no question.
6: Well, and here's the thing. No, no, It's not us. just what they, they say. No, us. Oh, us. Financial oh, no, guys. Well, sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah.
7: Well, take it with a grain of salt, sure. Go do your own research. I yeah. don't care. But the facts are the facts, right? Yeah, says, as, as a cowboy would say, the facts are the facts. He, he goes on um, to
6: say that uh, we should have a disclaimer, and I'm not sure you heard the beginning do. of the show. Uh, but they, mm. we're the only show that has to have a disclaimer, I think. Right. So. Well,
7: here's the thing, right? So if, if you think that, well, the financial guys don't, you know, that's what the misinformation they put out there. I believe in CNN. I don't know what to tell you. You're yeah. a lost soul. I don't I mean to be yeah. honest with you. And here's the thing. It's not just what about the media te- what they tell you about it's also what they forget to tell you about, right? Anybody know how Venezuela is doing? Yeah. Last time I heard, as a few years ago, they had lost on average of 19 pounds per year over two years. Last I heard. Per, per person. Per person.
6: they're running. There's no food there, folks.
7: Last time I heard, they were eating their pets. Yeah. Last time I heard, they had uh, eaten all the, they broke into the zoo and ate all the animals. And then suddenly, you know, poof. Gone Because guess what? It was
6: socialism that did all that, well, that to people. And, but that wasn't that wasn't Democrat socialism. And yeah, Democrat no, this socialism is different. Was different, is different. It's, different. it's going different. to be different this time around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's but, that's the guy, by
7: the way, who said made that comment that is probably one of the folks in the poll that doesn't think Andrew Cuomo should resign. And this is from the Inquisitor. Uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo approval rating plunges to all time low. Overwhelming majority. Say he must resign. Yeah. This, according to a new Quinnipiac poll. Uh, and the, the poll found that uh, this was conducted uh, August 4th and 5th among 615 self identified registered voters in New York. Just 28% of respondents said they approve of the job Governor Cuomo is doing, and I'm guessing yeah. that Texter was probably one yeah, of them. Yeah, he's, votes he's right.
6: one of the guys that actually thinks that uh, Cuomo mm-hmm. did a good job with Cuomo, even though he had the most amount of deaths. Yeah. But
7: overall, including <laughs> now, both the Democrats, 70% think that Cuomo should resign. 70, only 25% think that he should not. Five percent, The other five have no idea what day of the week it is. They, they don't know who the <laughs> vice president is. They have no idea what's going on.
6: Uh, that's a really yeah, hard anyway. to believe that 30% still think he's doing a good job. No, no, just, just 25. Bit. Oh, 25, sorry, 25%. Yeah, yeah, no, the other five, they have no idea. So that's they right. Know. They don't know. Uh, Frank, there's betting odds out there, right? There's betting odds that uh, Cuomo will be in or out. What's yeah. the over-under, Can- Frank? What do you got from Vegas? Under. What's the line from Vegas, so- Frank? So, I using a website called predicted.org, I was able to gather two different betting odds for Cuomo resigning. One is, will Cuomo resign before September 1st? The favorite is no at minus 270, and the underdog is yes at plus 257. Ah. And another one is, will he resign... After 2021 or before the end of the year, essentially, and no is also the favorite there, also at minus 270. Yes wow. is the underdog, plus two two seventy. Go down to the well. Seneca Nation and put a little cash down. <laughs> uh,
7: hey, hey, I'm, I'm guessing Wednesday. My bet is this Wednesday because I'm telling you, by Friday, I think the legislature starts to uh, remove him with impeachment. You know, starts pre- impeachment proceedings. Yeah. Unless again, they're throwing him out one last buoy. Governor <laughs> Cuomo, please. Any, if you have any sort of other evidence that you could bring forth, we'll give you just seven more days if you can do it. This yeah, is according please. To the, please, uh, please the New York something. Daily News. Como yeah. impeachment imminent, but New York Assembly gives the Gov one-week deadline to provide more evidence as probe nears end. And I understand that on Monday morning, the Assembly uh, Judiciary Committee is slated to meet uh, to talk about this. Uh, the impeachment articles being drawn up for him. So he's done. He's yeah. finished. Whether it's this week, next week, September 1st, doesn't matter. Uh, but if he does go to the election time, I fear that the folks in New York state, I mean, God only knows. I mean, you, you voted for him three yeah, times already. Do. I, I don't know. Yeah. Who but knows what
6: they'll do in this? State? I don't think we'll I mean, get that. Far. I, uh, I, think the, uh, unfortunately I think the legislator will impeach him. It's New York City. Right. So then, yeah. you know, what, what what do we get the next go around? Really? That's that's a big question. Let's, you
7: know, uh, one real quick thing. Bef- we mentioned earlier about his inner circle and, and the only person really left is Mar- Marissa Adel- Melissa Del Rosa. But this actually out of the Washington of uh, the New York Post, which I was surprised. New York Post, not Washington Post. Uh, Cuomo's ruthless, their words, not mine. Enforcer Melissa DeRosa heads panel to help women and girls. Huh?
6: Mm. I love how think? they always come out to help women and girls. After, yeah. like, always. you knew none of this was going on. We're, going, you know, give me a break. You yeah. want to help women and girls? You should have done this a yeah. year ago. That panel's done nothing for nothing. eighteen months. They nothing. Have, they,
7: they have the They haven't even met uh, in over a year. Yeah.
6: So. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. except for force us who are not sexually harassing people to come up with a video that they didn't watch.
4: That's
7: right. By so, the way, if you want to use our sexual harassment video to satisfy your New York State training requirements, you can go to our YouTube page, uh, uh, the Financial Guys page, and it was a whole hour long sexual harassment video that you can use. It could qualify. Uh, we did uh, run it by our HR folks, and they said, you know, according to the governor's own and the New York State's own uh, instructions, you're supposed to use plenty of examples, and we did that. We use all kinds of politicians. Yep, we the, threw in a Harvey Weinstein here and there just yep, because. No, right. Uh, you know, Matt Lauer, we threw him in there too. But yep. you know, now we're going to have to update that uh, next couple of weeks well, to include Governor Cuomo's uh, latest. Uh, Biden, no
6: sniffing in the office. We've got it all yeah. covered. We've got it yeah, all covered. That's right. Yep. Schneiderman, it's we've got it. You. Yeah, we've got it it's all there. there. But we are going to have to update it now with Andrew and uh, yep. and some of the inappropriate things that he did let's go back to the phones here. welcome Jim and Tanawanda Jim, how are you, sir
2: hello uh, how, are, how are you great Glenn? Yeah, uh, uh I'd just like to say my wife and I are both retired we've got money in a 401k uh, should Should we uh, just leave it you, would you, or just go by what our financial
6: advisors is telling us Well, do you trust your financial advisor? First, what is he telling you?
7: (laughs) What is he telling you? First of all, let's start with that.
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, we we
7: we do trust them, and
2: uh, know a number of people that have dealt with them over the years, and we we've done we've done well with them. Jim, what is he
6: encouraging you to do?
2: Well, right now he he has shifted it into uh, some of the larger stocks. but uh we, we have money uh we we have uh, money in a number of different stocks, but not all stock. And uh we we just think that uh we're better off just leaving it where it's been growing.
7: Uh is he encouraging you to roll it over to an IRA? Is that what the is that what the thought process is? Uh no,
2: no, no okay. it's not. Uh okay. but uh we uh we have we have been we have done
7: well in the last I'd say 8 years. Okay, well look, here's the thing, right? As we always say, if you have somebody that you like and you trust, you know, the last thing, you know, we want to do of course is break up that that happy marriage. Count yourself lucky, you're probably one of, you know, 10 that has that kind of a relationship. You know, most folks go through life just accumulating different assets, but they don't really ever develop that kind of the relationship. So, you know, it sounds to me like he's recommending staying diversified it sounds like he's recommending maybe going a little bit more larger cap, bigger uh, type of companies, which I wouldn't disagree with. So, I mean, it sounds like, you know, from what I can tell in a, in a one-minute phone call, it, it sounds like he gives some pretty solid advice.
2: Yeah, and uh, I'm a, I'm a, a little concerned. I, I don't consider myself a hardcore right or left, uh, but I am a little concerned. I think Cuomo is going to resign. I hope he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, whether he does or he doesn't, is there, a, is there a chance then that the Democrats are going to go out for spite and try to bring up charges? Because I know there's been allegations against Trump.
6: Yeah, by give me a, a break. There's always allegations. Here's the thing every one of them, like Andrew Cuomo, that have been throwing allegations at Trump, were actually the ones doing it, right? Yeah. They've been trying to go after him forever. No, I don't, nah, yeah, I don't I think don't. so.
7: Yeah, no, I think I think what's going on now is is all of Cuomo's. You know, basically everyone's turned on him. Yeah, now. and this there, was, this trust the Democrats me, there's this is a Democrat. There's a lot of Democrats that
6: did not like Andrew Cuomo, right? They yeah. did not like his demeanor. Him. They feared him. That's exactly yeah. right. And yeah. they knew they needed to bring back the bacon, and he's the one who was handing out the bacon, right? So That's right. this is a good opportunity for them to finally say, okay, enough is enough. There's enough of us that have turned, and yep. and uh, and he's gonna go bye bye. The real question is, is who do we get next go around in this great state? Do, you, right. do
2: you think? know that I mean there it, it was I guess it was proven that with this uh, dancer uh, Daniels uh, I guess she was gonna make an appearance here but she canceled it uh, do you think that they're gonna use that to turn on him on Trump? People-
6: yeah, if nah. oh. uh, if they had anything like Trump, on Trump, they've already what else done what they do to him. I mean, I, they've you accused know. him of Russian and uh, everything. Yeah, no. it, it's uh, it's over. They'll they, continue they to nothing. go after
7: Trump until until the end of time, because yes. what Trump represents is is something that is not the political establishment and that petrifies them. Yep. And so they will continue to go after Trump for sure. Yep. I agree with you on Como. I think he resigns. And uh, I think he's not going to have a choice here. Come, come midweek. So, yep. but. You you got to realize we
6: talked about this on uh, on the podcast. You know this is his business, so he's clinging to whatever. I mean, the Cuomo family turned government into business, as many of them have, right? Nancy Mm -hmm. Pelosi, very very wealthy, turned Mm -hmm. turned politics into business. Obamas, the Clintons. Hey, look at they business is good, right? They've made millions and millions of dollars, right? I don't think anybody would argue with if I started if Glenn and I started a restaurant. We said we're worth two hundred million dollars at the end of it. You say, wow. That was a successful restaurant. Man, you guys did good, right? That's what happens with the Obamas and the, and the Bidens and the Clintons and the $5 million book deal for the Cuomo family. Look at By it, the way. The business
7: was good. Business was good. By the way, we talked about hypocrisy earlier. So Obama, you know, during the, the height of the Delta variant, which is more deadly and more, you know, whatever, contagious, They're always more deadly. But, but he was supposed to have, like, 700 of the elitists throughout the world, George Clooney and all these folks coming to his birthday party. And then, of course, he got shamed, right? Wait a minute now. You're going to have 700 people plus 200 staff <laughs> at a wow. birthday party when you're lecturing everybody else about yeah, that So they come out this week and they go, well— You know what? Because of the risks, okay, we'll wind it down to just friends and family. Uh Well, an aerial photo just surfaced from last night. Of a ginormous tent in the backyard of, of the course. Obamas, ready for the giant. So they, they're they still going ahead with the party. Such dirtbags. they still have bags. 700 people such there. Such dirtbags. They didn't scale it back at such all. Right? Dirt bags. Such dirtbags. Just Every unreal. Every single time. Such While living in his bags. waterfront mansion after lecturing us for eight years about global yeah.
6: sea levels. Yeah, right? was, the on. sea levels still, uh, I, I, one worries. of these times we'll have to go back into El Gore's book and figure out, because we were supposed to be dead at this point. I'm just curious to oh, see yeah, where, no, we're, long where were the water levels supposed to be like 10 years ago, right? Well, that's why they moved on to some other
7: things, right? Like pandemics, which will always have some sort of pandemic. By the
6: way, by about February, we should have the midterm
7: strain of COVID, I would guess, right? (laughs) Right. right. I mean, this all ends with the
6: communist strain of COVID. Well, that's after that.
7: That comes comes after 2022 when they... uh, yeah. They steal the election again, please, right? yeah. please,
6: please, please let us uh-huh. go back and watch uh-huh. a concert. Please, oh, let's man. sneak in Brian Janick before the break. Brian, one of the head head of our healthcare team, uh, along with Brian Ferracci, helping folks with uh, their Medicare and their health insurance if they're not getting it through an employer. Uh, Brian, health. Uh, tell, tell us about Medicare season's around the corner. I, 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 you know, what I love the beginning. Of, I love fall. Everybody's, you know, everybody in Buffalo. We have the greatest falls. I love it. They're not long enough to me, but. Of course, I think winter, but I think healthcare season. I think Medicare season, right?
10: Right. Um, you know, we're uh, we're starting to, uh, the the cares are starting to finalize their plans for 2022. Um, come October 1st, we'll be able to start talking about uh, what changes and, and what's on the forefront. Um, you know, obviously, we we get a lot of people who. Uh, hear all this stuff on tv about all these great benefits and everything and you know the biggest thing people got to remember is when you hear the things on tv you hear joe namath and all these other people say hey you can get all these great benefits it's a national commercial um they're just pulling different benefits from around the country and just trying to get something that's going to get people to make to pick up the phone and call them you know there's you know that the you know, just because they say on TV that this benefit's available doesn't mean it's available here in western New York. Doesn't It might not be available in Florida or Georgia or a part of the country. So, mm-hmm.
6: Well, I know as an example, we have a Rochester office, a Batavia office, and a Buffalo or a Williamsville, New York office, and the plans are very different between Rochester and, uh, and, and Buffalo.
10: Right, and, you know, the carriers are different between the two areas. Um, so people, as they start looking at their needs changing um, or even if their needs don't change, if they are not using a broker, you really should because your other option is to go to every carrier and try to figure it out that way. Uh, we just had a person last uh, this week who uh, called New York State of Health. They're under 65 and New York State of Health signed them up and never even asked a person about their income or anything like that. Well, we have a conversation with the person, and they end up qualifying for a subsidy of $600 a month. So the state just went ahead and signed him up, and he was going to pay the full premium. And it's like, well, no, you qualify for this $600 a month subsidy.
6: Yeah, got to take advantage of right? And the best part is it does not cost anything to sit down with you and your team.
10: Mm-hmm. Right. And same thing, you know, we do that with the companies too. We're, we're, when we work with the companies, we're also looking at are there any of these programs, Medicare, the individual market, that can save you money or save your, provide a better benefit for your employees. So we're looking at the full picture. So having a broker that can do the group, the individual, the medic, do full service and looking at every possible avenue.
6: And real quickly before we let you go, we can come in, and I know a lot of companies, a lot of business owners that think like us, You'll come in for a complimentary review of where they are because some of these people they should be rolled maybe out of the care plan and onto Medicare, and you can help them with that, right?
10: Right, and there's never you know when you're if you're a company with less than 100 employees, you don't pay us anything. There's commission that's built inside your premium, you know, so uh, it's it's a nice way of telling you, but, you know, you're in essence we're a free service. We're getting paid by the insurance companies.
6: Yeah, awesome, yeah. Brian. Thanks, buddy. Get back to baseball. It's, I'm I'm Thanks. just betting on that's where you are.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I see it, Brian. And run. one last thing: We are one-stop financial shop. So those that take advantage of our group health insurance, uh, a broker, Brian Janik. Also, get access to all the other things that we do in the office, whether it be home and auto, financial planning, wealth management, income planning, social security, claiming strategists, and so on and so forth. You know, you get a one stop financial shop and all the resources that come with it. That's so, right. You know, feel free to give us a call at the office, 833 guys
6: That's right. And offices, and now, by the way, an independent Medicare expert or healthcare expert in EG Tax out in the right. Colvin area, Tonawanda area. So if you're out there, 632 7886, and of course, 833 guys so We're going to take a very short break. We'll get back to the phone lines after. The, uh, after the uh, the quick break here, Mike Lomas, Colmigal Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics.
3: You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930.
6: All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas going wiggle the place where money meets politics. <laughs> My buddy Bill just sends a picture of the uh, Martha Vineyards and the close yep. friends and family party that's yep. going on there. I'm assuming yep. maskless. I'm assuming oh, maskless. I'm
7: sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, again, it's a, they're all vaccinated. We're, we're,
6: we're the little people.
7: I mean, yeah. we're
6: the little people. Wow, look at um, that party. Holy cow. You see the right. inside of the tents? It's huge. I These know. It's people just, are it's such dirtbags. Dirt such
7: dirtbags. That's what I was saying for the break. Dirt bags. I didn't know
6: they had tents that big.
4: You I mean, Democrats, it's huge. man. It's, you are. it's
6: bigger than the mansion.
7: Yeah. The
4: tent
6: is. It's unreal. <laughs> we'll just have anyway. a small family. We'll just have a small party <laughs> under a tent. Yeah. Now, to with us, to the little friends. people, that's right. a, you know, a 10 by 20, right? We can't even get together with 10 of our friends. That was illegal for a while, remember? That's unreal. It's unreal. I posted that
7: to our Twitter feed. It's at Finn Guys if you want to see the oh, you cannot! It's, it's unreal. It can't really is it hard up, to it you can't make it up, folks. You cannot
6: make it up. It's just disgusting. Well, at least it hides all the people, though, so they yeah. can't see them from the air. Smashed all kinds of businesses. Just yep. business after business that just have been smashed and devastated by these mm-hmm. dirtbags. Makes me sick. Let's yeah. welcome Kevin in Pendleton. How are you,
11: Kevin? Hey, gentlemen. Good day. How are you doing? Good. I yeah. want to start on a facetious note here. Um, you guys heard that the Democratic Party leadership is planning to erect their own version of monk rushmore here in new york state no. <laughs> touch more
4: <laughs> oh boy i knew there was a punchline coming oh boy <laughs> oh man it
11: Consists of andrew el cuomo mr touchy feely bill cosby uh christian gilliband's favorite um political donor harvey sleazy weinstein jeffrey epstein of course bill clinton's favorite pimple mac daddy for minors and of course the guy who loves jumping on kids jumping on his lap, um, you know, um, his son—that's um, Beijing Joe Biden's son Hunter. So that's their version of Monk Rushmore.
6: You forgot Spitzer and Schneiderman. Spitzer's the classic, I and mean, Spitzer get, was one of the best. Spitzer and of, up there. Sp, Spitzer was one of the best times ever. He's he's literally going across the town, rounding up guys who get caught with prostitutes as he's literally taking prostitutes across state lines he should lines. have gone to jail he oh. should have been prosecuted spitzer yeah. was was a clear violation of federal law yep. i mean it was it was it was sex yeah. trafficking basically and, and that he's literally in the universities t- on an ethics tour a, a right. joke and on yeah. a cnn show yeah, not to a cnn show <laughs> it, a to, CNN which show. just shows you
7: that cnn has no value no no yeah. morals whatsoever
6: and you know you're bad when you fail there i mean they, right. they literally that's they've right. got like seven people watching and they think that's mm-hmm. great so he must have had only like four
11: Yeah, 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 that's right. Well, anyway, off of my facetious note here, but really, I'm called into on the Cuomo issue. I asked one of my Democrat Party uh, friends where tomorrow he think El Duche Cuomo may turn up, you know, tomorrow being Sunday. But, of course, we both concurred that he may turn up at a church somewhere tomorrow after attending my uh, church, Um, most preferably a minority or a black church, right, for media or press opportunity, which is quite reminiscent of Bill and Hillary Clinton, remember, during the Monica Lewinsky scandal with him mm. and Hillary walking out of church with a Bible in their hand. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's
7: lost He's lost everybody, including the media at this point, and uh, over 50 uh, state uh, Democrat chairs calling for his resignation. We'll bring we, that to you on the other side of the we got to
3: go, guys. Real quick break. Great. Thanks, to Kevin. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930.
6: All welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And uh, thefinancialguys.com, if you need uh, anything with the upcoming workshops that we have, 833-FIN-GUYS, our office number, offices Rochester, Batavia, helping a lot of folks out there in Batavia, and uh, Williamsville, New York, and down in South Florida, for those of you who have been uh, fortunate enough to escape, um, we're, we're here for you, and a lot of folks like... To work with us because we have offices in both places. Something happens, a lot of folks traveling back and forth. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about our home and auto division, uh, insuring homes, uh, boats, cars, you name it. Uh, Homes down in South Florida, your home here, your RV. We can shop over 25 companies to save you money. And uh, AHIP certified Medicare reps when it comes to your Medicare insurance. And, of course, financial planning, our flagship department there. Uh, Been open over 20-something years now as uh, as our own business. And uh, we have chartered financial analysts and a a separate arm that just manages money. One of our money managers, Paul Meeks, on uh, CNBC on a weekly basis on Squawk Box, uh, managed over $9 billion at one time for Merrill Lynch. So we've got uh, a very deep bench, chartered financial analyst, registered investment advisors, certified financial planners, and we work as a team. 833-FIN, guys.
7: Uh, just to add, we uh, just added another uh, a chartered financial analyst, CFA, to the team. Uh, he's not uh, totally on the team yet. We're just in the process of getting him onboarded, so we're excited about that. That brings uh, another uh, high-level uh, experience to the table. And I was talking with him recently. I had him do an assessment. You know, I said a lot of our clients are concerned, a lot of people in general are concerned about, you know, is this a bubble? The markets have done phenomenal, the Dow is way, you know, at an all time high. Is there a correction coming? And it was interesting. He sent me back an analysis and he looked at a number of different economic indicators because that's what these CFAs do. And he, one of the things he looked at was the manufacturing index, which is above 60 right now, which is a very positive thing. But he said normally when it gets above 60, the expectation for it to go higher is, is none because it really can't go much higher than that. So the expectation, of course, is for it to go down, which means a slowing economy. Now, does that mean a correction or a giant negative or a or a bad year? No, not necessarily. When he, he did an analysis going back like 50 years and he said that you know normally when we have a, a, when it peaks at 60, the following years have a a lower than a normal rate of return, but still in the five to seven percent you know stock market type of return. So that's kind of the expectation that our analysts have is slower growth, slower stock market growth, but but no big you know uh, uh, you know cliffs on the horizon. Yep, uh, Mike. One other thing I wanted to bring up uh, this morning: WKBW released an article. Majority of Western New York's Democrat shares. We mentioned this earlier call on Governor Como to resign. Over 50 New York State County Democratic chairs are calling on New York State Governor to resign, including the majority of Democrat chairs in Western New York. Of the 62 Democrat chairs for each count, uh, for each county, 51 of them are calling on New York's uh, Andrew Como to resign, including mm. six in Western New York. Missing from the list, however, uh, Niagara County uh, chair as well as the Allegheny County chair uh, have not been heard back from. I don't know if they're on vacation or just don't want to comment, hiding on their desk. We're not quite sure. Here's the letter they put out, though. We, the undersigned uh, Democrat county chairs, call upon Governor Cuomo to re- immediately resign. We firmly stand with our uh, state chair, Jay Jacobs, in this uh, his call for the governor's resignation. We support President Biden and all our elected officials in their call for Governor Cuomo to resign We have individually called for his resignation, and now we do so with one voice. We thank him for his years of service to the great state of New York, which we all know he holds dear, but demand... That he immediately stepped down. Mm-hmm. It is time to move on. That is from fifty-one out of the sixty-two New York State County Democrat chairs. The other eleven, eh, apparently, vacationing on Martha's Vineyard. We
6: don't know. They didn't <laughs> well, that. they're at that party. We don't know. They're they're at at that party. party. Yeah, we don't know. We don't or know. they could be hiding from the new, <laughs> new Delta variant.
7: So that I mean, that's he's lost every so yeah. every last bit totally of, of support. Now. Is is now been been gone. He. Really, to save face at this point, yeah. he should have already resigned. But to save face, you know, he's really gonna. And my here's my prediction, by the way, he will resign, but he won't apologize. No, it'll be no because You're of wrong. the hyper political atmosphere. That's right. Because of Russian disinformation, uh, we, this but, partisan witch hunt. And, yeah. That's what it'll be.
6: By the way, for I those can't of govern you,
7: anymore because of the distractions. That's what it'll be.
6: When you get the chance, listen to our podcast this week because we dissected his whole mm-hmm. quote apology, which is he was the victim. These women are wrong. It's their fault. Shame on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go out to the phones. We're going to welcome uh, Todd Aldinger, and Todd is an attorney at law. One of the attorneys, uh, the key attorney, lead attorney, that was fighting to and did help open the restaurants. Uh, The gym with Robbie De Niro out there, Unleashed in Orchard Park. How are you, Todd? Good. How are you guys? We are wonderful. Tell us about, I mean, you've been been on the front of this fight since the beginning. Tell me about, you know, what's going on now. I mean, this is sort of, you know, I mean, I feel like the fight has been, you know, us against Andrew Cuomo. Uh, It sort of looks like Andrew might not be there (laughs) next week. But that doesn't mean the fight goes away, right?
9: No. And, you you know, the... For schools this week, the Department of Health came out and said they weren't going to have any new guidance um, for school years. But at the same time, they're working on crafting a regulation, which I'm not sure if that's going to um, apply to schools as well. Um, And then you have, you know, Governor Cuomo saying, I have no more emergency authority. You know, it's up to the county executives. And uh, given our county executive, I don't think... You know, if the cases tick up he's gonna just sit by idly he's gonna you know try to do something because that's his politics and he thinks that if he's not stopping every single spread of covid that he's not being a good county executive which I think is a
6: yeah of course they seem to be making it worse at least that's not your words that's my words um, every time they've said wear your face diapers and hide the problem's gotten worse not better in fact we had a uh, um, a um, hospitalist PA on earlier who was saying, hey, the people that are getting sick, they're coming into the hospital. We're overwhelmed a little bit, but it's not from people who are coming in from COVID. It's people who got vaccinated. Most of those people have been people whose immune systems have been suppressed and now they're sick with other stuff. Uh, you know, tell me about the, you know, he's been using his emergency powers to now go after the Second Amendment. And any idea that the fight on that? Are, are you going to look to you know move forward with that to try to repeal some of those powers?
9: Yeah, you know, I, I think it was um, very—it was a very weird emergency declaration, right? He, he goes and declares that it's a disaster emergency, that there is you know, gun, a statewide disaster emergency for gun violence. And I, I don't think that that's true, and I don't think anyone thinks that's true. I mean, it's, you don't, if you go out to Wyoming County or Genesee County or some of the, the rural towns throughout New York State, I don't see, think you're seeing an increase in gun violence there. Um, the increase in gun violence is mainly contained to urban areas. And it makes no sense for you to declare a statewide emergency um, based on on those grounds. But the reason he did declare a statewide emergency is the only thing he did with this, this first gun control executive order is he set aside eight different sections of state finance law so he could create a little slush fund to uh, fund his gun control initiatives.
4: Hmm.
9: So I th- you know I think there's I think it's it, it's I think it's it's eminently challengeable. I I don't think that this is what the, the disaster emergency. Uh, executive law is allowed to do. It's not, doesn't exist for him to try to correct every problem um, without the involvement of the legislature. There's lots of problems that are serious problems. You know, homelessness is a serious problem in New York City, especially. You know, gun violence is now a serious problem in you know some sections of some urban communities. But those aren't statewide disasters, and you know I don't think the governor should be allowed to uh, characterize it as such, just so we can create a statewide slush fund. Um,
7: well. Bail reform seems to be a statewide emergency, though.
4: <laughs> yeah.
9: You know, I think if he was actually going to do something and, and suspend a law to uh, stop right. the gun violence, maybe he should suspend the bail reform law. That
7: would be the one, right?
9: <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be the one I think is the most reasonable to suspend. Right. It's, every time you get arrested for anything, you know, short of a violent felony, you get an appearance ticket and then you go back on the streets. Um
7: but even some violent felonies, Todd. I mean, there was a, a, a an individual homeless guy in New York City that assaulted a police officer not once but twice. A couple, uh, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, he was let out. He assaulted a police officer on Saturday. He was let out on Sunday. He, well, he assaulted another police officer. He was let out on Tuesday. He was assaulting somebody else, and they finally put him in jail. So that I would think that's a violent offense, no?
9: Yeah, I would say that that's violence. because I was thinking more of, like, you know, along lines of, like, murder and stuff like that. But it, Oh, no, they're not letting those guys out yet, but... really, Well,
7: they did for COVID, but that's all. We'll, we'll, I digress.
9: to <laughs> commit a serious crime not to uh, just be given an appearance ticket, and, you know, that just... It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Uh, because, you know, you're, you're basically telling people there's no consequences, there's no consequences, there's no consequences, and, they, and, you know, it escalates along the way, and then, you know, something serious happens and someone dies. And so... Right that that i think is what the law that should have been suspended it's not you know eight parts of the state finance law so that governor <laughs> can have a gun control slush fund at his sole discretion
6: Todd, let me ask you this, the the victory you had with Robbie, and we really haven't had the chance to talk to you on the air about that victory itself, but business owners are very nervous. And Robbie De Niro, of course, the gym owner out in Orchard Park, business owners are very nervous that this thing's going to come back around again. You know, uh, Mark Poling cars. I know he was spotted with his friends this week, maskless, but now he's putting masks back on all the people at work. It's a political statement, obviously, but, but they're worried that, you know, boy, this stuff's going to come back around and I'm going to have to shut, you know, my business down again and I don't know if I can make it another round. What did that political, what did that What did that victory with Robbie, what does that say to us? What does it say to other business owners, if you don't mind me asking?
9: Yeah, I think what it says is that when next time the government tries something like this again, don't sit on the sidelines and wait for someone else to fight it. I mean, they probably could have, we probably could have fought this and you know got things opening a lot quicker if we would have brought lawsuits earlier. It just everyone was afraid to bring a lawsuit because no one thought they could beat Cuomo, and you know they thought the judges were all in his pocket, but they're not. I mean, the judges, they like there's Democrat judges and Republican judges, but they all look at the case and they're not they're not going to. Put into place case law saying that the governor can do whatever he want without any legislative authority because they all know at some point there's going to be a governor they disagree with
6: now new york state backed out of that right i think that was really important to so, you know tell people though the under you know the background of that because it wasn't just some saying okay robbie you win it was them saying okay we're going to pull away from this because they knew their 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 cards were not in their favor right
9: right so you know we've Sued the state to open up the gym, and we won. They countersued, and they're going to try to bring a fine against him for a thousand dollars for every time he took a picture without a mask on, without six feet, in, uh, without more than six feet of distance from somebody. And so every time someone joins the gym, you know he takes a selfie with them for the first day of their workout, and the state was trying to fine him for a thousand dollars for each selfie, and. You know, that's how ridiculous their, their claim against him was. And I, you know, I put in some papers, and I think they saw the writing on the wall that if they actually prosecuted this, it was going to go up on appeal and they were going to get the entire regulation thrown out. So they dropped all the, the claims against Robbie, and now they're back, on, back in the drawing board trying to rework this regulation, which I think is going to be published sometime in the next month.
7: Well, they can't do a fine for every picture without a mask because wouldn't Mark Polenpares be in really big trouble then? <laughs> but a lot of those are him.
9: Yeah, you know that's that 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 was one of our other arguments. Is, you know, this is <laughs> obviously selective prosecution. You guys have not brought anything, any fine against anyone for taking a picture in their business without wearing a mask. If you go on Facebook and you go on Instagram, you look around for half an hour. I'm sure you could find a thousand occurrences of this happening in new york state
7: didn't you use the the golf photo as part of your 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 court case That
9: was one of my examples Is like you guys know that this is happening with other people and they're choosing not to prosecute them and you're only choosing to prosecute the one person who was successful at getting rid of your other regulations so
6: you call that selective prosecution in the legal world we call that democrat privilege that's
7: right, <laughs> right. But <laughs> hey, thanks, Mark, for uh, for helping us with the case. We really appreciate it, Todd. There
6: cards. are so many people. I know we're going to be working <laughs> with you to try to continue to push forward. So this stuff, hopefully, we can continue to open up and continue to fight so this stuff doesn't happen in the future. Um, are there? Are, what what calls have you been getting? And are there, uh, you know, for people looking to help? I, I know it's you know with the parents with schools. Uh, business owners, um, throw your phone number out there if you don't mind so people can get in touch with you if they want to, you know, if they they think they need your help, number one. Number two, if you want to get involved in some of the stuff that we're doing, call our office. That's uh, 833-FIN-GUYS. And ask for myself, ask for Glenn, uh, because we're going to be pushing together a team to try to make sure that, you know, it's so easy once some of this stuff opens to go, eh, it's over. No, it's not over. It's not going to be over until we fight and continue to change and and uh, and end some of this stuff and, and try to uh, turn this thing around. But, Todd, if you don't mind throwing your phone number out there for people looking for you.
9: Yeah, my phone number is 716-907-4076. Nine zero seven four zero seven
6: six. Awesome. And then who who who's been reaching out to you? I know some of the parents probably right, worried about this mask and seeing where that's going to go.
9: Parents are worried about it. I think there's a lot of people that are reaching out to me about their um, employers requiring it, and you know I'm I'm talking to you know a couple potential clients on that issue.
6: Do do they have a fight? I mean, you know, when it comes to you know, I'm going to require you to wear a face diaper. I'm going to require you to to uh, vaccinate? I mean, can we fight that?
9: You know, I, I think it's everything's going to depend on the specific facts. And you're going to have to know exactly what the person's situation is, what their employer is trying to do, what alternatives their employer is offering. And from, you know, a certain collection of facts, there's probably a challenge. For other collections of facts, there's probably not a challenge. So, you know, that's it's the hardest part about you know, being a lawyer and working on this cutting edge of, of law that there really is no good case law, is it's really hard for me to state what I think is the best case. I have to, like, look at the facts, look at the look at it, and now analyze everything. It's really hard to talk about hypotheticals until I know what, sure. what actually is the facts in play. Cool. Because this is, like, a very—it's unsettled and uncertain— of law because i don't think we've ever had anything quite like this before in american history yeah.
6: well let me just leave it with this my words people you got to continue to fight uh work with you know uh, todd thank you for doing what you did i mean if it wasn't for robbie De Niro and and having the stones to say you're not going to push me down and you backing stepping up and saying we're going to win and fight this who knows? These gyms might still be closed. <laughs> I mean, that's how crazy it is. So 907 uh, 4076. And Todd, I know we're going to have you on the show quite a bit. So I appreciate you helping us out. All
9: right. Thanks, for Thanks, right.
6: Enjoy the weekend, buddy. 907-4076. If you're interested in getting involved more, the, more with the financial guys, call us during the week. Go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, send us an email. I'd love to uh, love to talk to you. We're going to take a quick break. We've got John, Rambo, Jim, Chris, and Christine up on deck. I promise we're going to get to you a real quick break, and we'll go right back to the phone lines. Financial guys, Financial Guys, Radio Network.
1: Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer.
3: You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN and sell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the
6: place where money meets politics. Don't forget about our podcast, folks, uh, released weekly on all major podcast platforms. This week we went through uh, the apology of Andrew Cuomo. So, um, you know, make sure you check that out. Or Well, not really an apology. He's the victim. No, no,
7: definitely not an apology. Yeah, no. I would call it a statement of defense.
6: Statement of defense. There you go. So, guidance counselor, sexual predator, and therapist, Andrew Cuomo, and uh, so make sure you check that out, and uh, don't forget uh, about us. Our website, by the way, thefinancialguys.com. But uh, of course, you need any help with you and your money. Want a complimentary consultation? Want to pop into one of our offices, Rochester, Batavia, and right here in Williamsville, New York. Of course, also down in South Florida, eight three three. Fin guys, let's. Uh, you cool going back? We got a lot of calls here. We'll just go pound. Yeah, measure. we'll try
7: to pound through. Corey Bush was that Democrat lawmaker. Yes. By the way, I've got a 29 second clip. Let's her play if that we can real quick. It we got to do it. Yeah, right, we got to do that. We got to. This Corey. is the epitome. Typical of Democrat, Democrat privilege, right here. Yep.
6: Unbelievable. Democrat privilege.
5: Thing. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know oh. I have had attempts on my life, oh. and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending two hundred thousand, if I spend 10 ten, ten, ten more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up, and defunding the police has to happen. <laughs> we need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. That's
0: right. Oh, suck it up and pay nets. for her security. Yeah. Oh.
7: Suck it up, she said. Yes. Suck it up, whether it's $10 or 200000 suck it up yeah, that's and her, pay for her security so that she like, can defund the police for your neighborhood. <laughs> Think about
6: so, that. She'll have security for her, but you won't have security for you. Literally. And we're going to put it into social programs. Oh, yeah, we haven't spent enough billions on that. I mean, how dumb is that, though? <laughs> suck it up. Uh,
7: that's what she just told right. you. Suck you, it you, up. You folks in the inner city where the crime you. is, you folks where there's you know New York City, Baltimore, there's crime, right? You
6: suck it up. Yeah. And pay for her security while she defunds your police. Unreal. That Unreal. That privilege, folks. Can't make this type of stupidity up, folks. You really can't. It's uh, it's amazing this the sh- where this show has transitioned over the last twenty years. Really, truly. Let's welcome John in Rochester. How are you, John?
12: Hey, guys. Hey, by the way, I listened to your podcast for the first time this week. Man, phenomenal. Thank you. Thank
7: you. Appreciate that.
12: Really? And the no commercial.
6: You sound shocked, John. Come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why are you so surprised? <laughs> listen, to you for 20 years, you guys have been nothing but terrible. Yeah, no <laughs> commercials. Podcast?
7: It's like this show, Unhinged and no commercials. Yeah. No commercials. That was
12: the key. It was one <laughs> good thought after another. But well, listen, remember when, when Carl ran against uh, Cuomo, I think it was 2010. Yes, it was. Carl Palladino had a earth-shaking announcement about his some sex, sexual escapades of, uh, uh, on, by um, by uh, Cuomo. And the media was like crickets. They wouldn't. Call. Of course. Be interested to hear from Carl what those were. Carl's predictions. Carl has
7: been spot on, spot on. for twenty years. Yeah, when spot he on. said, "Folks, like what's his name, Brian, whatever, frolicking was, in the shower," frolicking. he did. He did. <laughs> yeah. He was right about everyone in Albany. Yeah. He knew where all the bodies were buried, and he was right on every account. Yeah. State Amazing. wasn't
6: smart enough to elect him, and of Way course, ahead of his time. Erie County suburbs were, but uh, you know, we've got eighteen miles there that really destroy everything for the state. Mm-hmm.
12: You know, I, I read some of the accounts about uh, the sexual harassment and stuff. I was kind of shocked. They were pretty severe in a couple yes. of the cases.
6: Yeah. I was surprised as well, actually. Well, Char- I read them also, but I was really surprised. What's sad is he's calling out Charlotte Bennett like he's some kind of a guidance counselor. Uh, and you find name. out the stuff he said to her. Like, you're a 63-year-old man talking to a 20-something-year-old girl who doesn't look at you as her father. So mm-hmm. stay out of it. It's mm-hmm. sick.
12: Gonna, uh, if Kathy Hochul gets in there, that's, that's going to be fine. Uh, but if De Blasio and Leticia James get in there as governor in 2022, we're in trouble, guys.
6: Oh yeah, I agree.
7: I agree. But how much worse could it get? I uh-huh. mean, let's let's seriously though. I mean, what else could they possibly do? We got the SAFE Act. Right. We got bail reform. We're releasing criminals. I mean, we've got higher taxes. They got we've all the more want. regulations. Their platforms there. What else there. could they do? <laughs>
4: Their platforms.
7: Well, I mean, there. What, I mean seriously. I yeah. mean, it's a legitimate question, John. What yeah. else? What else could they possibly do? To
12: mess
6: up Mo- this more thing. welfare and higher taxes, right? What is what is California at now? Thirteen percent. So yes. we've got room to grow.
12: All right. Well, yeah. there
6: I guess. <laughs> you
12: gotta, but the Blasio could put a mask edict on permanent. Yeah.
7: That would be- de Blasio is discriminating against minority folks in New York City. I, I actually, for the first time in my life, I agree with BLM. They put an awesome ad out there, and it's a picture. It's like a, I don't know if you call it a meme. But it's a picture of a of a of a black woman and her head's down, and a really sad look, and I it, it was it moved me. And it said, I, I, I couldn't get my groceries today because I didn't have my vaccination. Mm-hmm. And, you know, only 28% of the African-American community has gotten vaccinated. And to say, you can't come into a restaurant. And for Governor Cuomo even to say, I'm encouraging businesses to shut these people out. What about the folks that have had COVID? What right. about the folks that can't get a vaccination because maybe they're pregnant? What about maybe the folks that doctor. don't When we warned years ago yeah. about the government getting involved in your health care decisions, yep. there they this are. is what we meant.
6: Yep. There Sorry, they are. I mean uh, no, that's okay. A vaccination, by the way, where people say, "Oh, there's no consequences." You just go. No, no. The hospitals are sick right now from vaccinated people. Their immune system mm-hmm. are, are down. We know many folks that have had the first and second shot, or second shot, and have gotten very, very sick. There's consequences to this stuff. Yeah. Hey, John, we gotta let you go, buddy. Thanks for the call, man. Let's uh, welcome Rambo John, uh, Rambo Jim, in here real fast. Rambo, how are you? Yeah,
2: real fast, guys. I'm gonna make an extremely important point. About as far as people having the gumption to file all, file lawsuits and all that.
9: One of the things that the people and Bowerly talks about this, the 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 left wing has their
2: leprous fingers on the on the on the levers of power, and one major one is they control the education system.
1: Yep. I'm not
2: guys. Yep. Wherever I go, people of di- all different ages walk up to me and they say, "Hey." I listen to you all the time on the radio. I love listening to you. But the younger people that are now like in their 20s when they approach me, on a couple of different occasions they say, I'm paraphrasing what they say, but they say, you are constantly referencing history. You don't know anything
7: about about. Exactly. They don't know history. They don't know current events. They couldn't even name the vice president half of them. And to
6: to your point, though, Rambo Jim, the reason they run the schools is because they get involved. They're Mm -hmm. in the school boards. we got to take those types of things back. Stefan Mahilu talked about that. Winning on the local levels is much bigger than we think, right? If all the school boards say we're not doing it, things change. Hey, uh, Kristen, Chris, I am so sorry. I promise if you call back next week, we'll get you up on deck first. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. On behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we'll see you next week on the Financial Guys Radio Network.